0: Welcome to the Wish Well podcast, a women's integrative summit on health and wellness. A podcast hosted by Dr. Michelle Dang, a board certified anesthesiologist and pain management
1: physician with additional fellowship training in integrative medicine. This podcast will feature weekly episodes with women from all walks of life discussing their health
0: and wellness journeys.
1: everyone, this is Dr. Michelle Dang with the Women's Integrative Summit on Health and Wellness, the Wish Well podcast. Welcome to this week's episode, number 72, Uncertainty with Dr. Ashley Maltz. This is being released on Memorial Day weekend, so I wanted to just make sure that if you are going anywhere, that you are staying safe, and I hope everyone has a wonderful Memorial Day weekend, whatever it is that you plan on doing. Um, so I'm super excited to share this week's episode, which is actually a super fun one. And like I said, this features my dear friend, Dr. Ashley Maltz, and she is a preventive medicine physician and fellowship trained integrative medicine physician. You can hear her journey from college and attending her first yoga class and putting her health into her own hands. She shares her journey through her residency training in preventive medicine, and then pursuing a clinical fellowship in integrative medicine. After practicing for several years, she moved back to Austin to start her own practice. She discusses why she chose the word uncertainty for her episode and sitting with herself in the discomfort of that uncertainty. She talks about experiencing significant changes in her life and being quote unquote productively unproductive. I love that quote with those changes of which so many of us can relate. I don't want to spoil this episode for you because a lot of the things that she talks about, I just had such a great time just connecting with her because I could relate on so many levels. And I know so many of you women who are listening can also relate. So I do hope that you enjoy this week's episode. You can connect with Ashley on her website, AshleyMaltzMD.com and also her Instagram, Ashley Maltz MD. I know she has so many amazing things to share, and I love seeing all her quotes and inspirational messages to us all. So I hope you do connect with her. And you can read her full bio on our blog, wishwell.health.blog. You can always follow us on Instagram, wishwell.health. And you can follow me on Instagram at michelle MichelleDangMD. Until next week, I hope you all stay safe and healthy, take care of yourself, and I will talk to you all soon. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Michelle Dane with the Women's Integrative Summit on Health and Wellness, the Wish World podcast. I'm here today with Dr. Ashley Maltz. And I was just thinking earlier before we started recording, Ashley, that I was trying to remember when, how long we've known each other. And we met when we were interns, although I don't know if Ashley remembers or not, but I remember. <laughs> and that was way back in 2007 in Galveston. And so we reconnected thanks to social media. And um, I am so constantly inspired by all the things that she's doing, all the things that she's learning. And I love listening to her and reading all the things that she says. So uh, welcome, Ashley, how are you doing? I'm
0: great, thank you. Thank you for having me.
1: Thank you so much for coming on. I know we've been trying to schedule this for like, who knows how long, so we finally made it happen.
0: I know, and it, it's mostly my fault because I'm—I've been regrouping after some, you know, stressful times, and the energy levels fluctuate. But um, yeah, I'm always inspired by everything you're doing, and think you're super Wonder Woman, if yeah. there is
1: one. <laughs> Thank you so much, and I didn't um, kind of introduce your background, and you can definitely share with our listeners all you know, what you've done in the past, like since you've done your medical training, but I do know that you are integrative medicine fellowship trained and you actually did a clinical fellowship where you were on site doing, doing that fellowship. Right. Right.
0: That's so, so amazing. Yeah. I had this amazing, uh, serendipitous opportunity to learn from mentors and see patients day in, day out as well as complete the uh, University of Arizona Center for Integrative Medicine uh, Distance Fellowship. So I did those concurrently and it was, I still label it as the best two years of my life.
1: That's so amazing, and I mean, what an experience to be able to do that in person, and so share with us a little bit about kind of your journey, and um, your topic for today's episode is actually uncertainty, and I'd like to kind of hear a little bit about your story, your journey, your background, what made you kind of explore outside of internal medicine, which was your primary specialty, and what all you're doing now, it's a a long,
0: yeah, a lot, (laughs) a lot, so I started, I guess my journey started even before med school. It started in my house growing up and um, it really was a, uh, you know, I got the message that health is everything. Health and education are the number two most important factors um, that we should strive for. And, you know, in meds in college I actually my whole life I suffered from severe anxiety but it it really worsened in in college and I um decided by the advice of a close family friend to take health into my own hands and Mm -hmm. so that's when I attended my first yoga class in at yoga yoga in Austin Texas or you know it's now gone but um that was just just a couple of, yeah, last year, I think it ended or two years ago. Um, and, you know, I really started to see how much better I felt when I worked, you know, did my exercise or I ate well, or, you know, all of, the, I, I went to yoga, I did deep belly breathing that I learned there. And it, it's kind of like, I always knew I wanted to help people and I always knew that I wanted to be in the health, you know, world, healthcare industry, mm-hmm. but I didn't know, and I knew I wanted to practice medicine a little bit differently than I knew than it was being practiced um, or modeled to me, but I didn't know how all those things could come together until I found integrative medicine. Um, I don't know if you were, did you go to med school at, at UTMB?
1: I didn't. I was in Houston. Ah, gotcha. Mm -hmm.
0: So I was going to say that um, Dr. Vic Serpina is a family medicine doc and he used to come every year to talk to the second years. And we, he talks about integrative medicine. So that's his, that's what he practices. And I, um, my ears perked up. Everyone else was either sleeping or laughing. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And I want to learn more and more. So I kind of fell under his wing and he did a rotation with him and then got sent on this path where I ended up in the the fellowship. So it wasn't, it was definitely before my internal medicine training that I knew I wanted to practice differently and, and really focus on people's health and wellness and, you know, the behavior change and, um, real, uh, you know, spiritual wellness, all, all the things that we aren't trained on right. in residency. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that, that was my, the starting point and the path.
1: So you discovered integrative medicine while you were a resident. So after you finished your internal medicine residency, did you go straight into integrative medicine fellowship or did you practice, um, internal medicine for a short period of time?
0: No, so actually, so I did a combined residency for oh. internal and preventive medicine, and the preventive mm-hmm. medicine part I really thought would focus on nutrition and, you know, keeping people healthy, which is cost.
1: That's what it sounds like.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is, but it's more, um, it's more like colonoscopy screenings, mammograms, that kind of keeping people healthy. It's a little mm-hmm. bit early detection versus I wanted to talk. I wanted to prevent. Primary, you know, I wanted primary prevention and, mm-hmm. and also mental health and how that factors in. So it, it's a great field. It's just not what I, I wanted so much. But while I was there, I happened to do a rotation while I was doing my fourth year uh, residency. I did a rotation at MD Anderson for their, they have um, preventive medicine screenings or survivorship. Uh, mm-hmm. rotations. And I happened to be there while one of my old men, uh, teachers from the University of Arizona Center for Integrative Medicine, Dr. Torona Lodog, happened to be speaking at the you know, MD Anderson that one week that they had this integrative medicine, more of a research um, symposium. Mm-hmm. And I happened to be there for that, that first of all, I was there for the one week that they had it out of the year. And she just happened to be speaking during that one week out of the year. So, um, it was like a double lucky Mm -hmm. thing. And I, I went up to her and I said, Hey, you know, she remembered me. I did a, the fourth, a fourth year med school rotation with her and a bunch of amazing people. And, um, she remembered me and, you know, we chatted and I was like, you know, I'd love to do a fellowship. I actually realized that during that week that I would love, I want, this is what I want to do. I don't mm-hmm. want to practice medicine in a hospital. I don't want to just prescribe medications. I want to focus on lifestyle. And um, she told me about the Stanford hospital uh, fellowship. So mm-hmm. I, I applied and I loved it and it was kind of a match made in heaven. Um, so yeah, I didn't, I, I went directly straight into my fellowship and it was a double fellowship basically, but, um, they very much intertwined and, you know, I got to learn medical acupuncture and, uh, mind body techniques, like, uh, guided relaxation and, um, some hypnosis, which I didn't pursue, but I could have, and you know, lots of, lots of different things, uh, botanicals and herbs and supplements. So um, it was just so fun uh, to to get to learn what you want in a safe, protected, and supportive environment. Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah. So after you did that, so what what did you start practicing after you completed those fellowships? Then I went, yes, I took a
0: job um, as a clinician educator in New Mexico at the University of New Mexico. Mm -hmm. And so by that point I had moved, this was my third move in, that was about about four years. Mm -hmm. Third state move, not just like, you know, area. Big moves. (laughs) Yeah, big moves. And, um, it was, it was interesting and I learned a lot. Um, that's kind of more where functional medicine was introduced to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I was sitting side by side with, you know, chiropractors and, uh, nurses and acupuncturists and massage therapists. And it was really amazing. What a, such a great team. Mm Um, and, you know, it was teaching med students and residents and, um, had a full panel of patients. So it was a lot and it kind of took, it took it out of me. Um, mm-hmm. so I always wanted to start my own and be a, more of an entrepreneur. i always wanted to have a cash practice. And that was what really, what was in my mind when I first even went to med school. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I ended that job and I moved back to Texas at the end of 2015. And I just celebrated actually this month celebrating my fifth year of practice at awesome. this practice in Austin at West Holistic Medicine.
1: Yeah. Wow. So what a journey all over. And oh, yeah. so <laughs> so but are you so I saw because I I follow you. So I saw that you are pursuing and you're constantly pursuing more education. So tell us a little bit about what you're doing now.
0: I've actually kind of stepped off the educational circuit Mm -hmm. (laughs) feels like an athletic, you know, circuit. Mm Um, I, um, I'm always doing like, uh, functional medicine training. Like there's always more to learn, but, um, as far as certificates and, and, you know, I don't know, extra long-term learning, I am not doing any right now. Um, like, there are no fellowships or certifications, uh, you know, it is, has been a goal of mine to do yoga teacher training and, and meditate, meditation training, um, but I just, I
1: personally think you'd be wonderful for a meditation training. Thank you. <laughs> have you done one? I have not, just the yoga teacher training, which is also very good, but I just, from, from what I know about you, I just think that you would be a great meditation teacher.
0: Yeah, oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. Um, Yeah, and I'm kind of of the and this is where the uncertainty lies like I there's so many people out there doing it. I don't feel like I need to have yet another thing to offer like why not just collaborate and work with someone else who teaches or, you know, like what, you don't have to be a doctor to teach anything really other than what we've learned so I, I kind of do a hybrid of what I've already learned. And I, I try to rem- remind myself, like you already know so much, like mm-hmm. just use it. Um, and actually I had to take myself off of the even just CME circuit for a while mm-hmm. um, when I first moved back to Austin. Cause I, was, I you know, we get a little addicted as overachievers and we love to learn and And it's okay. It's just, you um, Utilizing what we already know so sometimes takes uh, doesn't get used as much.
1: Do you, you agree with me? Yeah, I mean, I think it's to some degree, maybe it has to do with imposter syndrome as well. It's like you are always don't, you never feel like you're enough. And so in some ways, when you take those classes or take the, do the fellowship or get board certified or get the certification, whatever it is, it's almost like validating in a way. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, that's at least kind of how I feel about it. (laughs)
0: Yeah, no, I I totally agree. And I'm the person who reminds other docs that they don't need another certificate.
1: Right.
0: Right. I like, line. I've I've taglined that. Like I'm you do not need another certificate. Maybe I'll mm-hmm. write a book called We Don't Need Another Certificate. But um I just feel like we we expend so much energy on this. And I, I really would like to kind of I, I'm I'm in a space right now where I'm kind of just recalibrating to myself and really mm-hmm. taking a lot of time off. Like mm-hmm. I've started painting by number (laughs) and I love it. It's so (laughs) relaxing Mm -hmm. and yet focused. like you're, you're, you're focused on something, but you don't have to, there's no pressure to actually be the one to make it look good because it's just someone else drew it and you're just Mm -hmm. filling it in. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, the whole quarantine, the pandemic has been rough for everyone. So It's just a way to kind of tune out the world and um, uh, not have to, I I feel like we put so much pressure on ourselves to constantly be productive. And I am like currently being completely unproductive and I really, it's kind of fun. I kind of recommend it. So I don't know how you feel about that.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it is, it is hard to sit with yourself and, um, you know, at least personally for me, my mind goes, you know, a million different places with all the million different things that I need to do and want to do. So I know it definitely is hard just to sit with yourself and in some ways a little uncomfortable or a lot uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think about that a lot. I think about how we even got to that point Mm -hmm. because back in the day, you know, leisure was actually appreciated and Mm -hmm. um I think you know I remember in residency coming home and writing notes and online so Mm -hmm. I think the advent of the internet has been great but it's also kind of taken over our entire lives Mm -hmm. so with work but um yeah so there's been a lot of a lot of change in my life the last six months and I've finally just decided i'm taking some time for me and Mm -hmm. made it you know set those boundaries and yes i don't always you know hold them up i do check my email constantly and my um patient messages but i i also am like being productively unproductive if that Mm -hmm. makes any sense
1: yes for sure and so I kind of want to go back to, you picked the word uncertainty. So what, what made you pick that word? What was it? What did uncertainty look like for you in the last six months that you mentioned?
0: Oh, yes. Well, I feel like uncertainty has been a theme in my life, pretty much my whole life. Mm-hmm. I, um, yes, I had a family. It was lovely and, you know, stable family uh, dynamic. But I was always thinking of the future and what, what my future would be like and um, who would I be friends with and who would I, you know, would I, would I get married, would I have kids, what I, what I wanted to do with my life that would be fulfilling. Um, And then, you know, through, I, I, and I, and I never felt like fully like everyone else. So I, um, Grew up my parents are South African, so they had immigrated. Money was, you know, okay, but sometimes it was not okay. And um, so there was uncertainty wow. there. There was um a lot of medical issues in my family that we dealt with young. Well, I was young, and that influenced my decision to go wow. into medicine. Um then, like really serious wow. issues that people, you know, and thankfully everyone did okay, but it could have gone the other way. Mm -hmm. Um, there was then like, as I grew up and created my own identities and things, like, I just felt like I wanted more out of life than I was surrounded by. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: (laughs) Um, and I love my old friends and they're wonderful people, but I just really wanted to delve deeper into and give back and be really, um, do something big with my life. That was always my, but what would that be? I I had no idea. Right. So mm-hmm. then you go off and you pursue what what you're called to. And and it was medicine. And and during that time, it was like really fun. Um, med school was really fun. Like
1: mm-hmm.
0: we lived to all by, you know, like we lived on an Island. So mm-hmm. we worked out all at the same gym. We all went to class, we all together, we all, it, it was like really social. Mm-hmm. And, um, but you have to try to figure out, well, what do I wanna do? What do I wanna do with my life? You know, and it's all this uncertainty. Will I get in? Will I be happy? Um, you have a new job, a new boss every month or two, right? As you do your med school rotations. And then residency comes, you just, you make that decision, right? One step and then residency comes and uh, you know, again, you're just trying to stay, keep your head above water, and, and get through. And I knew that I, I was really not happy in residency, so I was pretty miserable. But um, it was, how do I get through this? Like, I just have to get through this, right? Mm-hmm. Then what are you going to do with your life? It's so it's it's a constant theme in my life, and. Um, and and many of us it's not i'm not alone in that it's just uh i feel like some people have a sense of certainty they grow mm-hmm. up with i have to be a doctor and i will not do anything else and i never really had that mm-hmm. same with like i have to be married and have 3 kids and that happens for a lot of people or you know i and i'm going to be a my purpose is to be a mother like that I had that, but it never happened. You know, it's just never came true for me so far. So there's there's all these things that we decide on when we're young, that this is the way I have to be and I want to be, and this is it. And and your heart gets set on it. And sometimes those things don't come true and you're sitting in this space of like, well, what now? <laughs> mm-hmm. How do I continue? Or what? how do I change and flex to be... Um, to live the life that I'm supposed to be living, and not get swallowed up in what I expected. So, you know, I had a huge change of life in six months ago. I broke up with my partner, and he was his company was a source of my income, and um, my practice was sold to another practice, and um, I had to move and find a new place to live because I was living with my partner. And you know, it was huge.
1: Yeah, It was
0: huge. And six months ago I was like, Oh my God, I, I was not sleeping because I didn't know how I was going to pay my bills. Like that's mm-hmm. how bad it got. Mm-hmm. But fortunately I just, you know, what can, you, you really don't have any other option but to get through it and mm-hmm. to just be as resilient as you can be. And I really, again, have taken a lot of time for myself, and um, fortunately, it's I'm doing okay. Like, yes, you know, I wish I was making twice as much as I am right now, or three times, but that that's okay. I'm, I'm able to pay my bills, and um, it's it, it's just a, it's a, it's just an interesting lesson. Like, I've been here before. I know I'll probably be here again at some point and there's just no guarantee because even as much as I thought there would be a guarantee and this was my life's journey and my life's purpose, um, none of it came to fruition and that's okay, right? It's just, it's hard in the moments. So six months later, I'm doing fine. But if you had, you know, I think that was part of why I kept putting everything (laughs) off. I was just so exhausted Mm -hmm. from the huge tornado that was my life. And um, yeah, so just allowing that space to be and to be a tornado and to be exhausted and and it's okay, you know, like we don't have to be perfect all the time.
1: Definitely. And I think hearing you speak about your story and thank you so much for sharing. You speak a lot about the uncertainty, but in some ways, and I think in actually in many ways, I think that the uncertainty can be definitely positive because it teaches you to be flexible. I think in a lot of ways, when you are so certain and you're so dedicated to that path, whatever that path may be, and if for whatever reason you veer off the path, it can be pretty pretty traumatic right Right. (laughs) i think you know although you speak about these instances in your life that you felt so uncertain i think that allowed you to kind of be okay six months ago when you were in that tornado because as you said the only way to get to the other side is to go through it but so many people can't get through it to the other side you know what i mean
0: right yeah no it's definitely there's a positive spin on it. I mean, had I known I'd be going through that a year and a half after, you know, starting my relationship, I probably, you know, you always think 2020, but like, Mm -hmm. would I have gone that, what did I do? Why did I choose that for myself? And no, I would never have put myself through the trauma that I went through, Mm -hmm. but yes, I've learned and I've learned what I don't do and don't want in my life, and mm-hmm. that I need to have better boundaries, and that I need to, um, you know, not give myself like of myself fully uh, so fast, and you know, like there's so there's definitely lessons, and not to date anyone that I'm financially involved with.
1: <laughs> probably a big one. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So you know, definitely lessons. Um, and it's still, it's still hard, you know, it's still, um, you know, you still have to build yourself back up and, um, you know, I, you know, and being in a pandemic, you know, a lot of isolation and no one, you know, I was living with, uh, my partner and his, and his kids. And so it was very, there was, there were people in the house to talk to. And now there's, my dogs. <laughs> um which you is fine. Talk to them. I do. I <laughs> they do. they talk to you. I they do. They sleep a lot though. They're really big sleepers. But I, I love them. So you know it's life comes back into balance. And that no matter where what you do, you recalibrate and um it's just It just is like, you know, it just is like, I see my patients and what they go through. And that always reminds me that it could be a lot worse. Mm -hmm. And there are no guarantees. I just recently had a friend from Houston, my old Houston community pass away unexpectedly, Mm -hmm. 45 years old. So, you know, we are not guaranteed anything. And I, you know, I used to think where, you know, when you're young, you're like, oh, I've got my whole life ahead of me, I, I will have this, this, and this, and I'll be happy, right? That's what you think about. And then life happens along the way, and you see, like, okay, a, a lot of people are not happy. They have all those things, and they're not happy. And b, anything is possible. Like, you could die tomorrow. You could die right now. You know, like. There's no guarantee. And it's a really interesting journey to think about in that way from a higher perspective. But we don't think about that when we're young. We're all just getting do, 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 go, 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 and, and, and happy, you know, it's fun. It, you just, right. it's a different vibe. I, for me, at least it was, so
1: yeah. Yeah, so funny. I think, you know, kind of to come full circle is what your, what your experience is and with uncertainty, I think what we all can learn from the uncertainty is the importance of actually being present.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yep. yep. And it's a so, hard lesson. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Constant lesson, right? Yeah, completely. So we are running out of time, but I do have one last question for you and it might be an interesting one. So given your story uh, that you've experienced in your life and, and recently as well, you as Dr. Ashley Maltz, the integrative medicine physician with all the training that you have, what would you as Dr. Maltz tell yourself? Oh,
0: if I was the patient, Yes. Myself?
1: Oh God.
0: <laughs> um. I would probably tell myself to cut back on dark chocolate. <laughs> dark chocolate's good, though, according to Doctor Wall. So much. So. <laughs> I I do have a bit of a, a habit, um. So not to be dependent on it. It's like my crutch. It's my dopamine, right? And then, uh, and same with Facebook and social media. And then I would also tell myself to be gentle Mm -hmm. to myself and kind and just really, truly give myself grace and, um, and um, see how far I've come Mm
1: -hmm.
0: in all that I've done. So uh, I know, I know, I say those things to my patients all, all the time. So I know that that's something that I would say to you know myself to me if I was the patient.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. that's beautiful, and I think that we can all give ourselves, in particular, a lot of grace, and we all deserve it. Yeah, we're just
0: not so good at that at doing it for ourselves. We we can. It's a lot easier to do it with other people for some right. reason. So. Um,
1: Well, Ashley, thank you so much for sharing so much with us. And it was such a pleasure to connect with you. I always love talking to you. I'm sure we can just keep going, but um, I want to make sure people have the opportunity to connect with you. So if you want to share how people can reach you, that'd be great.
0: Yes. So you can look me up. I have my personal website, which is ashleymaltz, M-A-L-T-Z-M-D.com. So ashleymaltzmd.com or my practices website, which is westholisticmedicine.com. Awesome.
1: Okay. And that's in Austin, Texas, by the way. Yes. Awesome. Okay, thank you so much, Ashley, for chatting with me today. And uh, stay safe. And I'll talk to you again soon.
0: Thank you. Have a great one. You too. Take care.
1: Thanks. If you've been following me for a while, you'll know how much I love Legree Fitness. It is a high-intense, low-impact workout on a machine called a Megaformer. Did you know that you have the opportunity to purchase a home machine called a microformer? If you're interested in finding out a little bit more about the microformer, head on over to legreefitness.com. Or if you're ready to purchase a microformer, go to shopmaximumfitness.com and you can use my coupon code MICHELLEDANGMD to save on your own home fitness machine. Thank you for listening to this episode of the wish well podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Please subscribe and follow along every week for new episodes. You can find us on Instagram at wishwell.health and at our website, wishwell.health.blog until next time. I wish you health and I wish you wellness.